Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, 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 and welcome, folks. Boy, uh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, there are some crazy, crazy things happening. And I want to kind of pick up this show where we left off last week, to be honest. Uh, one of the things that we've been talking a lot about is we've been talking about the biotech and uh, the the potential that we're facing for a legitimate, a legitimate potential we're facing for a world war and how this stuff is all coming together. And it's a really complicated and interwoven web. But one of the things that we've talked about is we've talked a lot about how all vaccines are moving to mRNA. Okay, so we've got it from Pfizer, Pfizer lobbyists, Pfizer, uh, you know, who are putting a lot of pressure on state legislatures, because uh, a lot of states are looking at, at legislation to ban mRNA vaccines, right? They want to ban the COVID vaccines. And what Pfizer is telling these different Republicans is, we won't oppose you banning the COVID too much, but if you ban mRNA, we're going to fight the bill tooth and nail. We're going to throw all our money and power behind it. Well, why is that, right? Why is that? And, and the reason is actually they disclose it. They tell them. They say they've told these state reps, these Republicans, particularly because no blue states looking at this. It's only the red states that are looking at this legislation. So they've told the, the Republicans, particularly the rhinos, that all vaccines are going to be remade into mRNA vaccines. So everything that you give your kid is going to be an mRNA vaccine. This is crucial. This is crucial. I don't think I can stress this too much. And, and I think vital to understanding this is not only is every vaccine going to be an mRNA vaccine, the, the FDA, because they're corrupt, intends to do this without actually properly going through the approval process for these new vaccines. So they're taking this gene therapy technology, which has been an abject failure with the COVID vaccines. It's resulted in millions and millions of deaths around the world and even millions more injuries. And they're going to take that technology and still, without testing or approving it, start integrating it into everything. Now, this is mind-blowing, folks. Why? Now, the, the idea that we had to put mRNA technology out there and gene therapy technology out there for the COVID vaccines was justified, even though it was a lie, by saying we have this terrible COVID pandemic. Last I checked, we don't have a tetanus pandemic or a smallpox pandemic. Why do we need to change these vaccines that are already there supposedly working into something else? Why do we need to put gene therapy drugs on the market everywhere? Why do we need to subject our kids to something that's failed so badly with COVID? This is a foundational question. This is a foundational question. If you're not asking this question, there's a problem. Okay, now mind you, when I tell you that they're doing this, like I said, this these are things they are just they're just outright telling elected officials. Okay, they're not publicizing it, but it's what's happening. And you can follow investment. We've been talking about this. I've been talking about this for over a year. We knew that this was what they were doing. They want these gene therapy drugs into everything. The question is why. If you've got a smallpox vaccine that according to the FDA is safe and effective and it's been out for decades, why would you change the formula? 
doesn't it already protect us from smallpox? I mean, I don't see any smallpox outbreaks. You know, if you've got a tetanus formula, it's been out forever. And is, I mean, I don't see any major tetanus outbreaks. You know, pick your, pick your, your thing, MMR, whatever. Why do you need to integrate this technology? Why do you need to change it if it ain't broke? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Uh, Got to be a reason. And by the way, do you really think that any of these guys, it's expensive to change technologies. I mean, once you set up the manufacturing process and you've got this stuff, you know, they just make money off of it. Why would they take and spend the money to change the manufacturing process to put in this new therapy, new this, new that. These companies only do things for money and power, right? And that's the nature of a company, right? It doesn't do it unless it's going to get something out of it. So why? Why is it so important to get mRNA gene therapy technology into every vaccine? Well, remember, these are gene therapies. And if you call them a vaccine, which is illegal in my opinion, uh, then you can get away with uh, having the immunity that vaccines have. Whereas if you pr uh, properly put these forth as their own category of drugs, well, then what happens? Well, you potentially have liability because they're a separate category, but they want that immunity. And there's no way that they can get that immunity extended, especially now, to another category of drugs. So they have to illegally change what these drugs are called. You know, instead of recognizing that mRNA is a gene therapy, which has been admitted to by Pfizer and Moderna and everyone else, they are now trying to say that gene therapies are just an alternative form of vaccine, which they are not. They're not even close to. So, and and that's legally, scientifically, pick your pick your pick your poison on this, right? So that leads us back to where we were. It's it's going to cost more money. There's greater risk. It's an untested category. Why? Why is it so important to these people to get gene therapy products into people everywhere? There's a lot of downside and no upside. What's the value? And, you know, I mean, if it's, if it's a vaccine and it's on the childhood vaccine schedule, well, they can say, listen, you know, you didn't get the jab, so you can't go to school. They can tie it to government benefits. Well, you know, we gotta we can incentivize you to you have to get the jab if you want this. You've seen it as a condition of work. If you don't get if you're not vaccinated, you can't work here, you can't work there. Now they're gonna say legally that these vaccines have the same uh same legal uh I guess capacity in the sense that you can force or not force a vaccine regardless of what it is, because it's all vaccines, but they're gonna change how they make them. So they're going to they're going to rely on old case law that shouldn't apply because they're changing how they're making them. And the FDA is going to argue legally that they have the right to do that, which they don't. But no one cares about the law right now, so you know who cares, right? So let's think about this. All of this is being set up. It's all happening, folks. Like nothing I'm saying to this point is speculation. It's just happening. This is where we're going. Why? I mean, the only the only conclusion that you can actually draw based on the behavior, based on what's occurring, is that they really want to be able to force gene therapy on people. But why? Why do they want to do that? What's the value? Do you do, I mean, do we really believe that it's to prolong life and make people healthier and happier? 
If it was, why wouldn't they just be very transparent and say, listen, we've got a new solution that's going to keep everybody healthy and happy. Here's all the side effects. Here's all the information. And we want you to know everything about it. And, you know, you can see this is great and glorious. So we're going to put this out. And guess what? It'll make everything better. So you should do this. And if people see that that's the truth, well, they're just going to jump all over it, right? That's not even close to what's happening, is it? No, instead, they're doing this all very underhanded. It's all very sneaky. It's, if you aren't listening to this show, you don't know that all uh, vaccines are going to be gene therapy vaccines, right? We're the ones telling you this. If you listen to Ren's rants, if you listen to the Tom Ren show, you know this. If you don't, you don't know. Okay, so you don't do these underhanded things if it's really for the benefit, because if it's going to be a good thing and for the benefit of humanity, everybody's going to see that and they're going to want to prolong their own lives, right? If these are really the miracle thing that they're saying that they are, they should disclose everything about it. They shouldn't uh, go to court and say, we're not going to disclose side effects or our, or our internal science projects for another 75 years. No, that isn't what they're going to do. They're going to put it all out there and show you how safe and effective and good it is. You don't hide things, folks, unless you've got something to hide. But that's not what they're doing, is it? They're hiding everything. Everything. So they've got these miracle gene therapy drugs that they're claiming they've got, these mRNA technologies. But what are they a miracle for? What are they going to do that's good? Why are they hiding this? You know, why can't they, if DeMar Hamlin didn't, you know, have a heart attack from this jab, why isn't someone talking about the real cause? If all these people who are dying suddenly, if this doesn't have anything to do with the jab, why is there no explanation for the sudden uptick? Why the? Why is there no explanation for the huge increase in excess deaths? Why is there no explanation for all of the problems that we're facing? What's going on, folks? Why do they keep hiding it if there's nothing to hide? That's the real question. Now, let's take this further. I don't think anything I'm saying is a leap in any way, shape, or form, right? Pretty straightforward. And I challenge anybody to argue with me. You show me. You show me what's wrong with my arguments. I'm eager to hear that because there isn't anything wrong. I'm correct about this, folks. So... They want to get into the gene therapy and they want to force us all to take it. Hmm. That's peculiar. That seems a little odd to me. Why? Why is that so important? Well, let's talk about what gene therapy can do. Hmm. What can gene therapy do? Well, your genes are they're the makeup of humanity, right? So, you know, your DNA, it's like the, the computer code that makes you you. It's tremendously complicated. It's huge. Your genes, they, uh, that's, that's, they're, they're compound of your DNA, right? So gene is like a bunch of your DNA together becomes a gene. I'm oversimplifying, I think. But um, genes have the capacity and changing genes has the capacity to change you as a human being. Now, Klaus Schwab said, Fourth Industrial Revolution, it's not about changing what you do. It's about changing you. If you take these gene editing therapies and vaccines, they change who you are. Okay, so that's critical, right? But what does that mean? What can they do with that? Well, and is it real? I mean, is that a legitimate thing? It sounds kind of sci-fi, right? 
So I was thinking about this. I was like, well, I know this is real because I've done my homework, but what's the best way to show the legitimacy of what I'm talking about? What can I do to bring it to this show and help the people who, who listen to this understand how serious I am? Okay, so I thought back and, uh, you know, I've got a very, very good memory when it comes to my work. Terrible faces, terrible with names, uh, but when it comes to the work that I do, it's just, it's very good. And I was thinking back to some articles I saw, and I've got a stack of stuff today. And I'm going to start, and I'm going to tell you the three articles that I'm leaning on here are from three different places, and they're all very similar articles. But I'm going to pull from all three, and I want to tell you that all three of them, just so you can see. Now, one of them is from the BBC. Now, the BBC is by no means, in any way, shape, or form, anything but left-wing. I mean, the BBC is nothing but a, a uh, propaganda piece for the British government. So that's that. I mean, it's the British Broadcasting Company. So uh, we've got the BBC. We've got uh, Defense One, which is a, uh, you know, they, they look at defense issues. And then we have another article from the Gatestone Institute. I'm going to start out, all of these say very similar things, but I want to start out with Gatestone. There's a couple poll quotes and a couple things that I think are really important. Uh, China, in the last decade, was really focusing on gene editing and gene uh, experimentation with humanity. They were experimenting on people. They were changing their genetics with the hopes of, of creating super soldiers, right? Is it, think Captain America. Now, I know this sounds like science fiction, but that's the goal. Now, did they succeed? We don't know exactly what they've succeeded in, but we know that they were experimenting. And if you think that China's quit experimenting on that, well, I've got a bridge to sell you. So they're working on creating these super soldiers. They're working on screwing with these genetics. And, uh, you know, quote, all these Chinese moves are meant to obtain, quote, biological dominance. There are, as Ratcliffe noted, no ethical boundaries to Beijing's pursuit of power. That's China, right? Uh, and I'm, I'm reading some of this, uh, the headlines here. The experiment evoked the eugenics program of the Third Reich to create a master race. That's kind of what this looks like, right? We're screwing with your genes. We're trying to screw with this to create uh, the perfect human. Anytime you start screwing and tinkering with genes, well, I mean, what else are you doing, right? You, you, you're not going to do it to try and make people worse, are you? Unless you believe in depopulation, which is crazy. Um, but anyways... Understanding and controlling the human genome allows you to do a lot of things. Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about this, and I'm looking over at my stack of stuff, is there's just so many aspects of what they were doing, right? Uh, China is in the process of creating, quote, perfect the perfect communist, right? Uh, they're, they're trying to control people. And one of the things that I think is important that you can pull from these three articles, and probably more important, because everybody, when they look at these articles and they look at the Chinese super soldier program, what they think about is the Captain America guy who can run faster and jump higher. But what you're not seeing is the integration, and this is discussed, is the capacity to integrate with AI, artificial intelligence. So the capacity to integrate people with AI 
which apparently requires some sort of a genetic modification or genetic impact or genetic something. And uh, also, there's a lot of talk about eliminating things like regret, pain, remorse, things like that in soldiers, right? One of the things that, that really makes a difference on a battlefield is if you got two guys pointing a gun at each other and one feels bad about shooting someone, but the other one doesn't, guess who's dead? Okay. Whoever shoots first, if you hesitate because you're human and you don't want to kill somebody, well, then you may end up dead. I mean, that's a terrible, terrible thing to say, but that's war. So controlling the mind, controlling the people, that's really a big component of this. And I want to, you know, we're going to take a break here in a minute. Uh, and I want to encourage everybody to to tune into the rest of the show. Uh, we'll post this segment on the Ren's Rant. And uh, I want to encourage you to go to the Out Loud Network and tune into the Tom Ren's show so you can hear the rest of this. Uh, there's a lot on this. It's a really important topic. And I want you to hear it and I want you to help me share it because it's a critical, critical topic. Uh, and you, we need your support on the Tom Ren's show. We need it shared. We are the most censored people on the planet. And if you listen to this, you'll understand why. Bad guys don't want this information out. We'll be right back after a couple of messages. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared. Sea level rise has not been unusual and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So here's what's going on. We've got within this realm of, uh, of evil, we've got, we laid out these mRNA. Why do they want to get these genetic therapies into everybody? And that's the premise of this show. 
why do you want everybody to have a gene? Why is that so important? And it can't be for a good reason or they wouldn't hide everything because you don't hide stuff unless there's something to hide. So we're going through this. I want to talk about what gene therapy can do. And we're talking about China because China's been doing this and experimenting on people. And, I, you know, we've got these three articles we're relying on, but there's there's hundreds out there. And by the way, they'll be gone shortly. So if you guys want to search for uh, gene therapy, experimentation, super soldier stuff, China, you better search soon because as soon as this show airs, it'll be gone. You'll never find it on the internet again. So I suggest everybody share, download, save because it'll be gone. So uh, from Defense One, I want to read this to you. In 2015, then president of the Academy of Military Medical Sciences, uh, Hei Fuchu argued that biotechnology will become the new strategic commanding heights of national defense from biomaterials to brain control weapons. Uh, now, this guy is, has then continued to rise the ranks of the Chinese military. What we're seeing is this really, the, the, the gene therapy, the genetic manipulation is necessary to tie people into AI. I don't necessarily know that I understand all of it yet. I'm working through this, but most of it's very secret and you can't get many details to get to the bottom of it. What I know is that it's very clear that this is what they're working on. It's, it's openly discussed. There's tons of documents from China and it's widely acknowledged that they're working on it. Now, we don't know how far, but we do know that the core to doing this is really, really, really uh, genetic manipulation. So they've got to control your genes if they want to hook you up to the computer, to the matrix, if you will. Okay, so China's doing this, and I think one of the most, I think there's a ton of important things to take from this. The fact that they've talked, and it's never first and foremost, and we were saying before the break, everybody wants to think of a super soldier like Captain America, how fast he can run, how hard he can throw a shield, and all these things, right? But just as important is the mental aspects, the psychological aspects, the emotional, the, the humanity, right? The humanity. And these guys are experimenting and trying to take away things like the capacity to feel remorse or regret, the capacity to feel pity, or maybe love, or maybe anything. Well, are you human at that point? I mean, isn't that part of humanity? Now, I, I think it goes without saying that ethically this is horrific. But let's bear in mind, these are people who don't care if they kill people, so why would they care about ethics? So what we know is that genetic manipulation can apparently have a lot of impact on a lot of things. We don't know exactly what, and they aren't telling the truth about anything. So we don't know, you know, how far they've gotten. We don't know how successful they've been, but we know they're working on it. Now, I do want to point out one other thing that is crucial, and this is really critical. Now, Gatestone and all of this stuff are talking about China's uh, really kind of uptick in this. Here's a quote. What is most disturbing about these endeavors is that China has gleaned access to CRISPR and advanced genetic and biotech research thanks to their relationship with the United States and other advanced Western nations. Remember, folks, when I've been talking about the DOD transferring all this tech and allowing all this tech to be transferred so that they could create SARS-CoV-2? You know my EcoHealth case? where EcoHealth Alliance created SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan lab, and they're trying to now pass legislation to dump all this on China, when our DOD is as much responsible for China's advances and ability to do this as China is for doing it. 
EcoHealth did this in China with American technology that our Department of Defense and Intelligence agencies allowed them to share with China. China couldn't do this otherwise. It's stated right here. This is well known. Uh, going on with that quote, American research labs, biotech investors, and scientists have all striven to do research and business in China's biotech arena because the ethical standards for research are so low. Brandon Weikart, author of the Weikart Report and Winning Space, interview with the Gatestone Institute, February 2021. So this is a well-known thing. This isn't a secret. It's not public, but it's an open secret, right? It's it's You don't hear about it unless you're listening to the show. We know what they're doing. We know where it came from. By the way, this is absolutely, yes, SARS-CoV-2 was created by EcoHealth Alliance in a Wuhan lab. Certainly China was aware and paying attention and taking our tech, but the tech wouldn't be there if the Department of Defense and our intelligence agencies didn't let it get there. They transferred it. Now we're going to pass this Senate bill, which I appreciate Senator Holly for doing. I do, but he they've missed the fact that this Senate bill only declassifies Wuhan. It doesn't talk about what our Defense Department did. It doesn't talk about any of the other actors involved in this. It only talks about Wuhan. And that's really a game because what we're doing here, and I've said this before, is we're trying to put political pressure on China. Oh, you guys are going to saber rattle against uh, Taiwan and Ukraine? Okay, well, we're going to pin COVID on you internationally. See how that goes. That's what this is. It's a, it, Plus, it also helps our Defense Department get some of the blame and some of the eyes off of them when they're the ones that did it. But folks, we are not going to let that happen. Until there is a true and transparent investigation into our intelligence agencies and our DOD, we will keep this up. By the way, you should see how many attacks we are getting on our website, tomrens.com, and everything else. I have a buddy of mine in the medical freedom space. He's, he used to tell me how censored he was. Uh, he had his, his technology people look at my website, and he said, I've never seen anything like this. We are literally, tomruns.com is the most attacked website on the web, I think. I mean, it is mind-blowing, folks. It is unbelievable. Uh, anything they can do, please share my website, share support. We need we need some help. We do need the Substack, and we need some extra funding. So give to our gifts, send, go, and support our sponsors. We need that help. Big, big deal for us because we are. it's mind-blowing how suppressed we are. Uh, they are working overtime. In fact, a lot of people... Uh, our sub stacks are getting sent to people's junk mail, even when they pay for them. And our uh, our website, when you go to it, a lot of people are getting messages from their, their quote unquote security system that our website's unsafe. What that really is, is Google and his, their crooked crew of security scumbags finding ways to try and scare you away from TomRens.com because they don't want you to know the truth. Anyways, uh, this is well known that we've transferred this tech. We've given them the capacity to, to be able to do this experimentation and we're seeing a lot of this experimentation done. So now China and all these people are working on creating perfect people, gene therapy, genetic manipulation, but so is the US, so is Europe. So are our big pharma companies, apparently, because why, I mean, any genetic manipulation is genetic manipulation. 
okay, you're right. Maybe they, maybe big pharma isn't trying to turn off your, uh, your, uh, remorse feelings, but when you start screwing with my genetics, I don't know what you're going to do. Should I trust you? Should I trust big pharma? Now, when we take this a step further, the World Economic Forum has been very clear. Schwab has said he wants to change who you are. Yuval Noah Harari, Schwab's top scientific advisor, who is a bigoted monster but keeps getting invited back to speak at Ivory League universities and places like the New York Times, and Obama loves him and everybody else loves him. Yuval Noah Harari, the little weenie worm, who I want to throw a dodgeball at his face, uh, this guy has openly said, humans are hackable creatures. Imagine when we're all connected to the web, and if you get disconnected, you die. Now, these guys are controlling a lot of big pharma through their, through their subsidiaries, through their you know, the WEF membership, the Black Rocks, all these guys, Pfizer, they're all part of the World Economic Forum. They're telling us what they want to do, folks. It sounds like sci-fi, but they're telling us what they want to do. And they're, this is like a serial killer saying, I've got a gun in my hand and I want to shoot someone. I want you to sit here with me because I'm thinking about shooting you. And we say, okay. I, I mean, folks... We've got these psychopaths at the World Economic Forum who are eugenicists. They support, I mean, Harari can't speak without talking about how sad it is that Hitler and Stalin didn't have the technology we have today. I mean, he talks about it incessantly. This guy is a, a psychopath. You know, he's called Jesus Christ fake news. He's called God fake news. He, he just, the guy is a nutcase. But he's a very powerful and connected nutcase. And he's got very powerful and connected friends who are telling us outright, we want to control your genes. We want to control you. We want to hook you. We want surveillance to go under the skin is what they say. They want surveillance under the skin. Klaus Schwab, it's not about changing what you do. It's about changing you. Folks, I can't say that I, you know, that I can wrap my head around them being able to change me by giving me a shot. It seems bizarre to me, and I'm really a fact guy. I'm very skeptical. But why would I trust them to try? Especially in light of how little sense any of this makes. Why? Why would you change vaccines that have been out there and are supposedly working for decades to these gene therapy things that have been such an abject failure. Why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. There's got to be an ulterior motive. Don't tell me you're just doing it for fun. That's not it. What's the real motive? Why would you do that? It doesn't make sense unless there's more to the story. Now, they tell us, you know, that they have a motive in what they're doing, but it sounds so ridiculous that nobody believes it. And it does. I agree. I mean, every time I hear that, every time I hear Yuval Noah Harari say that we're hackable people and that he wants uh, uh, surveillance to go under the skin and, you know, uh, Klaus Schwab, who looks like a human genitalia, uh, you know, is out there telling us he's going to change who we are through gene editing technology. I think that's ridiculous. But then I look at what China's doing. China's doing this. 
And I looked at they're changing all these vaccines, including things that we don't want, don't need to change to something that doesn't work. Why? How is this not nefarious? How is this not scary? Folks, here's the thing. Before COVID, my family, my kids, we were fully vaccinated. I didn't know vaccines were dangerous. I never suspected the old vaccines having any issues. And when COVID started, I didn't know it was about vaccines. Now, you just can't miss it. There's no way you can't miss what's going on here. There's something fishy. I don't trust these people, and why should I? They've lied about everything. Remember, masks work as a lie. Uh, vaccines are safe and effective. That was a lie. COVID's got this huge death rate. It's killing everybody. That's a lie. Everything they said was a lie. You know, I mean, what? How, how many times can they lie to me before I say, I don't believe you, you're a liar? Now, these same liars who cover up every time someone dies, oh, died for unknown causes, same liars. They want us to believe. They want us to, to trust them that they're going to do this gene therapy stuff, that all this stuff's going to happen, and that uh, we should just trust them. It's fine. Nothing shady there. Nothing to see here. It's all good, right? Can't do it, folks. I just don't trust them. You don't trust liars. It's a bad decision. And when the liar is someone who has been showing that they're willing to not only uh, be a little bit shady, but they're willing to do things that actually result in people dying. They're willing to put products that, that where profit takes precedence over even life. Why would I ever trust someone like that? They have no ethics. They're just evil. So, yeah, I don't know, folks. I just don't know. What I do know is that I can't trust these people and I won't trust these people. And I'm not going to get a genetic therapy. But they think that they're going to be able to force all of our kids through the childhood vaccine schedule and through some of these other rules and laws and loopholes that they're going to try and leverage, particularly with the WHO Treaty and the pandemic power and that sort of stuff that they're going to try and make happen. They think that they're going to be able to force us all to get these gene therapies. And I'm just telling you, if I, got a, if I have to make a decision between a gene therapy going in me and a bullet going in me, it'll be the bullet. It ain't happening. I will never get these. I don't trust these people. I think it's immoral. I think it's against my faith. It's against everything that I believe in. You don't. I don't trust them to change me. I don't trust these godless, godless heathens to change who I am. I don't trust them to screw with the genetics that God gave me. I don't trust them to alter my humanity. When they talk about the capacity to turn off uh, remorse or love or feelings, hell no. Hell no. That's what makes life worth living. The good and the bad feelings. When they talk about the capacity to control people or hook them up to the computer, why would I want to be hooked up to a computer? My computer gets hacked and attacked all the time. Why the hell would I want that? I just told you I'm one of the most censored people in America. What, if I hook my brain to a computer, it's going to be less? Hell no. I don't need everybody to know everything that's in my head. And I'm, sure, I'm not, just not going to let it happen.
ain't connecting to my head. Ain't going to happen. Real question is, is these is why in Republican states, why in Idaho? Because Idaho's got some good bills. They're working on trying to get some bills passed that are anti-mRNA up there. They're getting a lot of political blowback. You folks up in Idaho, do you know this? Do you know that you're Republicans up there? Uh, there's a lot of blowback. They're trying to buy off your Republican leadership. Idaho is very, very red. I mean, we saw Wyoming, Missouri. You guys think that because you elect Republicans that you've got something, you, you know, you're okay. Ask which one of those states is going to pass a no mRNA bill. Florida did not do that. They passed a no COVID bill. But they didn't say anything about mRNA, did they? We need action, substantive action. Not action that looks good on paper and gets headlines, but we don't get that from politicians very often. We got to hold them accountable. I'm interested to see what happens this week in, in Missouri with some legislation we're working on. Uh, I'll just tell you, if any committee heads or the speaker or anybody else in Missouri is causing any trouble in this legislation, we're calling them out by name. It's a deeply red state. We've got a large coalition there and we're going to go after you. We're going to make you pay for this politically. Ladies and gentlemen, get yourself some Cofix. My wife's got a cold. She's fine. She's using it right now. Works great. Making a world of difference for her. If you use Out Loud Code at checkout, you get a big discount. You can click on the banner ad. It is a great product. You squirt it in your nose. It kills the germs. You're healthy. That's how it works. Great product. Get it. Support us. Support our network. Get some Cofix. Out Loud Code at checkout. We'll be right back. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So before we leave the world of COVID and genetics and all this horrible, horrible stuff that we're talking about, uh, let's talk about a couple other kind of fun stories that I think are related. Uh, fun being a relative term, of course. Uh, headline, propagandists at 60 Minutes are scrambling to downplay how they debunked COVID lab leak while blaming BAP soup. 
And this is by uh, by my uh, fellow host on the America Out Loud Network, J.D. Rucker, who I always enjoy reading his stuff. He's a, he does just a heck of a job. I really like his articles. But, uh, you know, this guy's basically, basically J.D.'s calling out 60 Minutes, who spent a whole bunch of time debunking the lab leak theory when Trump put it out. You know, obviously, when Trump put it out, uh, Peter Daszak and EcoHealth and Fauci and all these guys were telling the truth, according to CBS, is 60 Minutes, the gold standard in journalism, right? Uh, or not. It's like calling MSNBC the gold standard in journalism. Uh, they're more like the toilet paper standard. Uh, anyways, the, you know, th this, is, uh, this is a sad, sad thing. And uh, you, when we see stuff like this, it just reminds me of how badly we were lied to. Uh, yeah, it ties in with another headline. Breaking, Fauci prompted the drafting of the paper to disprove lab leak theory. No. And they're talking about the Proximal Origins paper here that Fauci paid a bunch of people off to author to cover up the fact that he and the Defense Department had funded the creation of SARS-CoV-2 through WECO Health Alliance in Wuhan. Folks, listen. You know, I'm glad that we've got our congressional leaders dragging this out in investigations forever, but how about criminal charges? Really? I mean, how about someone doing something here? They created this disease. Our Defense Department and Anthony Fauci, I would argue it's treason. I mean, they they transferred technology uh, to a, a enemy of the state who has said they were going to develop bioweapons to use against the United States repeatedly. We transferred the technology to show them how to do that through granting and, and allowing the technology to go over there, EcoHealth Alliance. They create a disease from that that kills millions of people, and no one's talking about it. The Department of Defense did this, folks. It's the Department of Defense with Anthony Fauci. These guys, I mean, they belong under Gitmo. They want to call people like me terrorists because you know, I'm an evil Christian nationalist who believes that you should treat others like you want to be treated, love everybody, not judge people, just judge their actions, and believes in the nation that created more prosperity than any other nation in history, freed slaves, promoted suffrage. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with Christian nationalism in the United States, folks. That's terrorism, apparently. But Anthony Fauci and the Department of Defense funding a disease that, that killed 7 million-plus people worldwide while transferring the technology to do more of it to a country that says they want to unleash bioweapons on us is okay. Yes, yes, we need Merrick Garland to investigate me because I am clearly the one that's a threat. We need Merrick Garland to investigate Donald Trump's paperwork that they find in Melania's underwear drawer. But don't look at Anthony Fauci or the Department of Defense who facilitated literally treasonous activity. Are you kidding me, folks? Are you kidding me? Is this some kind of a joke? Jeez, God, folks, I, I don't, what kind of bizarre world do we live in? I don't know, folks. I just don't know. All right. I want to move on to some some general stuff, some general information, uh, because there's a lot, of, a lot of other headlines, a lot of other funny stuff, uh, funny not being ha-ha funny, but bizarre. Uh, headline. Another train is derailed in Ohio. Hazmat crews on the scene. That's right, folks. 
East Palestine was not the only derailment we have in Ohio. Was not, well, it's one of many, but I mean, we have a new hazmat situation. The real question is, will Mike DeWine issue another order to create another chemical weapons attack on Ohio soil? Or is Mike DeWine done igniting chemical bombs on Ohio soil? I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, he did it the first time. Now, is this Pete boot gig's fault too? I mean, listen, yeah, Bud Gig isn't doing a terrible job, but this is in Ohio again. How many hazmat train derailments happened in Ohio before someone says, hey, has Mike DeWine got something to do with this? This isn't a D and an R thing, folks. It's a uniparty thing. Mike DeWine and Bud Gig are about, about on the same playing field. DeWine is not a Republican. He's a rhino. He's a piece of garbage. He's been screwing the state over for decades. He's still doing it. He ignited a chemical weapon in East Palestine, Ohio. Folks, how many train derailments, factories, and other explosions have to occur in Ohio before someone says, hey, DeWine, uh, what's happening in Ohio, and why does it appear that we're a war zone? By the way, I live in Ohio. I'm acutely aware of what's going on. Mike DeWine was chosen out of all the Republican governors in the United States to be the guy most likely to sell out on COVID by Anthony Fauci. The lockdowns would never have occurred without a Republican buying in on it. If a couple Republicans had said, hell no, we're not going to do this. Well, guess what? None of this would have happened because it would have been a political fight and that would have been the end of it. But they knew they could count on, they had to have one Republican go first, and then there was going to be so much pressure that all of them were going to have to stand up. And they all did for at least a period of time. I mean, there were there was some element of lockdown and some restrictions everywhere. Started with, thank you, Mike DeWine, the number one sellout in the United States. This man is no more Republican than I am a communist. Uh, it is absurd. And... You know, I would like someone to get to the bottom of why trains keep derailing and creating hazmat incidents in his state. I live here. I'd like to know what's going on. Why do we keep having factories blow up and catch on fire? I don't get it. Why is it that we're already pushing for a 15-minute city in Cleveland, Ohio? How many globalist agenda pieces do we have to have going on in Ohio before someone says, hey, you know that Republican governor you got? He seems an awful lot like Gavin Newsom. He does. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. He'll pass legislation that's completely meaningless that all the Republicans will high-five him for. But when it comes to actually doing something, forget it. It's all smoke and mirrors. Of course, you don't have to dig too far to find, about, find out about the corruption in the Ohio Republican Party. I'll let you do some homework, folks. All right. Now contrast that. Contrast that with this headline. Headline, brutal. Texas GOP censors congressman over his lack of fidelity. So Texas, God bless you. I love Texas. I'm going to Texas, by the way. I'm going to Texas end of this month. I got an event to speak at. I think I get to go to San Antonio, which has a communist lunatic for mayor, but has a the Alamo and a bunch of beautiful city. I hope he doesn't, this lunatic doesn't ruin it because I, I love San Antonio and uh, the Alamo is just a really, if you haven't been there folks, 
that is a family place to go to to show your kids. You know, you want to understand what America was made of. A bunch of Americans standing there, totally outnumbered, totally outgunned, but willing to die for their principles. That's America. That's why we became the most powerful nation in the world. Those guys weren't looking for a safe space. They weren't crying. They weren't woke, whiny little weenies. Those were the men that made this country. And God bless them for what they did and their sacrifices. God bless Texas. Man, I just love the state. And I hope I hope you all know in Texas, uh, man, I, I truly, I truly love the state. And uh, you guys are under hard attack. They're trying to turn you purple and blue because uh, they know Texas is one of the most important holdouts in this country. So I hope you all in Texas are standing and fighting and awake because we need you down there. You're, you're really standing in the gap for this country. So anyways, Texas GOP, you know, they were on top of it here. They censored this guy. This guy's a, this guy's a rhino piece of garbage. You know, this, uh, uh, this, well, they call him a Republican, but Tony Gonzalez, you know, this guy is just, would you know, voted against the rule package, uh, voted for defensive marriage. I mean, this guy just, it doesn't matter what it is. This guy votes left. He is not a Republican. You know, I, he, he's another case where you get a, a, a leftist who runs as a Republican and then uh, votes left. Needs to be out there. C GOP of Texas censored this guy. Compare that to Ohio, where we're run by Mike DeWine and who, you know, I mean, he controls our GOP. Our GOP won't censor him, even though he's setting off chemical weapons bombs in East Palestine. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Ohio GOP, I'm calling you guys to wake up. Take a look at what Texas did. And tell me when you're going to do that with this garbage piece of trash to wine who is selling out everything he can in favor of the Ohio Chamber of Commerce and their crooked big business partners. They don't, they don't stand for small business, by the way. The Ohio Chamber is no good. Uh, they don't care about big business or anything but big business. So anyways, getting into the weeds there in my Ohio stuff, folks. Sorry about that, but kind of fussy, but pretty excited about Texas. And I hope that we can get more GOPs to stand, pay attention to that. Carrie Lake. God bless Carrie Lake. BDE queen of the Southwest. Okay. So Carrie Lake's got her case in front of the AZ Supreme Court. Really a good case. I mean, shouldn't have to be there. Honestly, the whole thing is garbage. Every single court has made nonstop mistakes that were egregious. I'm telling you, folks, this is the greatest miscarriage of law in the history of the United States with regards to any sort of an election case. I've never seen anything like this. And given the corruption that we're seeing with the Sinaloa cartel buying judges, I hope, hope, hope that Kerry's got a team of investigators looking into the financial holdings of the judges and the families on the Supreme Court who are going to be hearing this. Because I'm very curious as to whether there's any integrity in the, the judicial system of Arizona at all. Doesn't appear to be. Doesn't appear to be. We'll see what happens here. But there is literally no argument that she should win this case. I, I mean, she just, she won. She should have won a long time ago. It's absurd. The standards that they're trying to to make her meet are new stand. They're changing standards. They're just it's just breaking. They don't care about the law. These judges are crook, crooked, 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 and uh, they're bought off. I don't know. At least either that or they're the worst judges on the planet. I don't know what else to say. And by the way, share this in Arizona. 
these guys need to be held accountable for their horrific legal legal uh, rulings on these. She asked a few different questions in her appeal. Did, they, did the court error in uh, determining what standard should be used in adjudicating the election cases? They certainly did. Massively. They just made it up out of thin air. It's ridiculous. Uh, the, she asked about uh, the fact that they, they violated all sorts of laws and rules that, that uh, facilitated enough additional ballots or miscounted ballots or other things that would have far exceeded the, the margin of victory in there. She asked uh, why the lower court uh, ignored that Maricopa County did not do what they were required to do by law with the logic and accuracy text, uh, testing. Uh, why did the court ignore the fact that uh, that this this failure uh, disenfranchised thousands of Republican voters? I mean, oh, this whole thing, equal protection, due process is a great. This is a very, very good, good, good case. It's a very good. Carrie Lake's attorneys should be complimented on this. I mean, they they have really held themselves to a high standard. They've done a great job. I think it was a Joel Olstein on this. I don't know, but uh, he whoever whoever is leading this, they've done a great job. Um, just, just a really really good good case, very well written. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how this can go anyway, but in her favor. I don't think it can unless there's an egregious miscarriage of justice. But we've already seen several of those in Arizona, so. Let's see what happens here. Uh, let's pray for Kerry. Let's pray for Arizona. But I will tell you, we the people need to be screaming down there. I mean, everybody down there. This Supreme Court, there is no way for them to rule against Kerry Lake that's ethical. I'm just telling you as a lawyer, I'm not saying that they're a little bit off. I'm not saying that this is a disputable thing. I'm saying that this is a miscarriage of justice. It is illegal and indicates to me that we need to investigate the judges and the families if they do this. It is mind-blowing. This is such a plain language of the law thing. Folks, this is just, it is. It's just a plain language. You can't miss this. Clear as day what's going on. I don't know. I don't know, folks. Uh, another train. Another day, another train. I wonder if we're going to have one today. I, I mean, if you live in Ohio, apparently we just, I mean, I, I get it. You know, butt gig did a terrible thing. Biden did a terrible thing. They do awful. You know, what they did with the railroads and, you know, destroying that strike and, you know, not maintaining the, the infrastructure, that's terrible. But is it just the infrastructure in Ohio? Why does this only happen in Ohio? Why does it keep happening in Ohio? Somehow butt gig just has it out for Ohio? Uh, I'm pretty fussy about that whole thing. Uh, I'm I'm real fussy about it because we just have this rhino fruitcake for a governor and uh, nobody's calling him out. Nobody's doing a thing about him. Not a thing. We've got a lot of other things going on. We've got... Uh, Fuel store, uh, storage facility exploding in Indonesia. Jeez, that's a shock. 
By the way, when that stuff happens, you got to understand, folks, that that affects the price of fuel on a global scale if it's a big enough explosion. Now, I don't have the details on that case, uh, but I do know that there, you know, these sorts of things are really, they have a very much a cascading effect. And, uh, you know, you can have a refinery blow up in one country and it can affect the price of fuel and gas globally. So I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of interested in this, uh, trying to see, you know, I mean, the pictures show, I mean, it looks like it's a huge, huge, huge explosion. Fortunately, at least 15 people dead. Um, you know, I, depending on the details and how big this really is, uh, this could, you know, uh, I mean, it's a, the, the story states that they have 300,000 kiloliters of capacity, but I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know whether it's big enough to have a huge global impact, but boy, it's a big fire. I'll tell you that. Uh, get yourself a Genesis HOCL, folks. Like I said, my wife's fighting a cold right now. So along with taking her Cofix, we're running that machine because I don't want it passed around the, st- the house. And she works at the school. She helps with the kiddos, stuff like that. So she's around all those little plague bringers. And, uh, yeah, that's why we keep this stuff at the house. We got the HOCL, we got the, the Cofix. You click on the banner ad, and for both those, you use the out loud code at checkout, and you get a big discount. Great products. Keep them around. Keep your family healthy. I will talk with you soon, folks.